0: This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. For Tuesday, I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Eric Ralph of Comstock for our opening market discussion. Eric, what are we seeing taking place in the grains today?
1: Well, i actually seeing a little follow-through on yesterday's reversal action that we saw, particularly in the corn. Not up a lot, but you've got corn up a penny and a half in the break. Beans up 12. And the wheat seeing a little bit of uh, enthusiasm as well, up anywhere from 3 to 8 cents, depending on the class and contract. So nice to see some other participation other than just the corn like we saw yesterday, but that was a big time reversal yesterday and and a lot of different areas you could point to as, as to the cause but the timing works out well and and it would it would stand to reason that maybe we've actually seen a low here for a little while.
0: And Eric, when we think about the corn price right now and you know dipping below $4 there for a little bit and just where we were not too long ago. I mean, we know the reasons that the price has gone down, but it is just jarring to see that, isn't
1: it? Oh, absolutely. And it's demoralizing, and sometimes that's what it takes to get the market moving is is to break the psyche uh of of the traders of the farmers especially and and get the grain moving and you had a lot of basis contracts come due the end of this month uh to deliver against that march board or roll and, and some were rolled, there's no question, but a lot of it, once you've broken the psychology, they're just gonna go ahead and make the sales and then maybe try some, uh, some potential paper re-ownership or something along those lines. And so that can often cause a low here and, you know, we refer to it as a John Deere low, spring low, whatever you wanna call it. Uh, because there is so much cash demand coming up here the first of next month.
0: Eric, what is the situation right now with South America and kind of what the weather's looking like and what kind of progress they're making?
1: Progress is uh, unparalleled. They've they've been able to move at a tremendous rate, both in the soybean harvest and in the corn planting. So that safrina corn is going in extremely fast. Um, uh, there's arguments to be made both ways, but I would say the the general summary is this Mato Grosso for the most part, looks like it's going to have cooperative weather for at least the, the well predictable forecast. And that being, you know, less than 10 days. And and so you've got pretty good conditions forthcoming for Mato Grosso, which is about 45% of that safrina crop. And then the rest of the country looks a little, a little more uh, dire, uh, looks like we're going to be drier, a little hotter than normal and could have an interesting development down there. And if you have that kind of trouble everywhere but Mato Grosso, uh, that that can lead to a very short crop. And and we're starting to see more on on the soybean side, we're starting to see more of these private estimates and and some of the bigger outfits reduce their production estimates down into the mid uh, 140s which we've been there for a long time and and we saw the Brazilian Ag Ministry get down there last week and now you're seeing some others follow suit. So you've got a lot of the estimates that were in the low to mid 150s, now down in the 145 to 148 range where the USDA at last report was still sitting at a 156. So there's definitely a downward revision to be made by the USDA. I think most are expecting that. And as a result, we're starting to see maybe a little turnaround in the soybeans as well.
0: Let's switch over to the other side of the ag marketplace in the livestock complex. Are things still going strong there with the livestock, Eric?
1: Uh, Still strong overall. I would say that the uh, cattle on feed report last Friday gave us a little pause for concern um, with regard to the feeder cattle. And you saw that reflected yesterday. I mean, at times you were over $3 lower in most of the feeder cattle contracts. And then rallied back to actually posting some gains for the day before settling 50 cents to a dollar and a half lower in the feeders yesterday now what happens today will be critical this this continues to be a market where the mentality is buy the dip and so do we see buyers just swoop in and start buying this up again or are we going to get a real break and get a technical correction that will probably reload uh, buyer interest. If we get down a little ways here, we are starting to feel a lot more hedge pressure just from our clientele. Uh, that probably uh, bleeds through to the rest of the marketplace as well. So the chance of a correction, certainly out there now in the live cattle, they've held very well. Cash trade last week was, was, uh, extraordinarily good especially late week uh, some of the late confirmed sales on Friday even after that cattle on feed were 4 and 5 dollars higher in the dressed and 2 to 3 dollars higher on the live basis and so you ended up with these national averages that were actually improved because there was so little trade prior to that Friday reporting deadline so now what do we do from here does the hedge pressure take over and we actually get a meaningful correction or are we going to buy every little dip? And that'll be uh, obviously something we learn over the next several sessions. Hogs continue to look good. The cash is actually closing the gap with the futures and, and the hog market continues to, to rally and, and look very robust. Uh, the July contract now has closed above $100 for the second day in a row yesterday. And maybe we could see uh, that sustained for a while yet. And so, you know, I've always said it's hard to stop a lot livestock bull, and it doesn't matter if it's in the hogs or in the cattle. But the the rumors around the countryside with regards to hogs, Disease is a problem. PERS is prevalent. And so they're, they're not confident, uh, industry participants are not confident that the supply is going to be very robust as we move forward here.
0: And then, Eric, with the latest Catalan feed report, was there anything that really piqued your interest, caught your eye from the report as compared to the previous report? Something that has changed or anything that kind of had you thinking, wow,
1: that's interesting? Uh, absolutely. That placement number was a lot higher than I thought it would be. I honestly thought the trade was being optimistic looking for an 88% placement number and then we end up getting a 93 I thought it would be closer to 84 or 85 and that's just you know having ties to heavy feedlot country and knowing what the weather situation was during January following the holidays so you always have that one week shutdown and so January is always a low placement as far as volume it's always a low placement month anyway but month to you know year over year comparison when you're comparing January to January I thought this was going to be exceptionally low and that that 93 number honestly surprised me I thought it would be quite a bit lower than that and I wouldn't be surprised if we get some kind of a revision when you just look at the sale barn numbers week to week, during the month of January, they, they didn't compute with a 93% placement. So I, 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 that was definitely a head-scratcher to me.
0: What is the best way for our listeners to get in touch with Comstock for more marketing information?
1: Uh, you can sure check us out on all the social media platforms. You can go to the Comstock channel on YouTube. You can go to our website at Comstock.com or just give us a call at 712-227-1110.
0: Eric Ralph, our guest from Comstock today. Eric, thank you so much for the time and have a great rest of your week.
1: You do the same, Mark. Thank you.
0: That was Eric Ralph with Comstock. It is time now for a check of the numbers. March corn up 2 even at 409 even. March soybeans up 14 and 3 quarters at 1150 and 3 quarters. March soybean meal up 3 even at 337.40. March soybean oil up 96 cents at 4536. Chicago wheat up 4 and a quarter at 581 and a half. Minneapolis wheat up 7 even at 655 and a quarter. Kansas City hard red wheat up 5 and a quarter at 589 even. On the Merck, April live cattle up 52 cents at 188.62. March feeder cattle up 60 cents at 253.65. April lean hogs down 10 cents at 86.17. April pork cutout up 7 cents at 93.30. And Class 3 milk up 3 cents at 17.61. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.